Wow, it has been a busy, busy, busy week for me, guys. Uh, so I have, we've had our kids, our goat kids sold, and that has led to an increase in the amount of work, which is quite considerable, but also my job job that actually pays my bills currently has been very busy. I'm gonna get you caught up on what's been happening at the homestead this week. Hello, and welcome to the Self-Sufficient Podcast. I'm Carl from selfsufficienthub.com, and I'm here to talk about all things self-sufficiency. Being sustainable and food security matters. So today's episode is going to be on trying to juggle the financial situation of having a full-time job and needing a full-time job while trying to also achieve complete self-sufficiency because to achieve complete self-sufficiency requires quite a lot of time and I want to apologize for the audio quality today. I'm having to record this as I drive to work in my capacity as a builder and hopefully you'll see why that's the case as I expand on my current situation and what my last week has been like. So I'm gonna litter this episode with a few announcements. I don't think there's any bad announcements, but um, there's just gonna be a few small changes and hopefully they're all going to be positive to the podcast and things like that. So. I have worked as a builder for the last 20 years or more and I run a building company which requires quite a lot of my time and I'm trying to scale the building company down and as a result there's less slack in the system which means I need to pick up that slack myself which means for the last week or so I've been working full time as a bricklayer with tools in my hands and that has led to less time obviously to do the things that I'm really passionate about the things I want to be doing at home now I'm very very fortunate that I do actually enjoy working as a builder otherwise I wouldn't do it but um, it's not where I want to be so I'm working towards a position where I do that maybe two or three days a week and I want to be in that position within the next couple of months and that that two or three days a week is enough to pay the shortfall in our bills that there will be if I were to just focus on the homestead at the moment. So this last week or so has been quite difficult but it's potentially going to become more difficult because we a large part of what we do and certainly something that falls under completely my responsibility I don't share the responsibility for this with my wife or the children is the goats the goats are completely my responsibility and I spend a fair amount of time milking them when we're in peak milk production I spend about an hour and a half a day milking the goats which is about 45 minutes twice a day And then I also spend probably an additional three hours a week spread out into different chunks in processing the uh, the milk. That'll be 
turning it into cheese and the other products that we use it for. So the reason that the next couple of weeks is going to be particularly trying is because we have literally just sold our goat kids. So every year we breed our goats and this year we've actually decided to sell the goat kids and use that money to invest in some other livestock. So we have sold the goat kids. The first, we had four kids. The first two went yesterday and the second two will be going this afternoon. And what that means is obviously that the goats go from needing very little attention to needing to be milked twice a day. So this morning I had to get up early, milk the goats before I could leave for work. I'm now traveling to work and I love it. I absolutely love spending time with, with my animals, but it can be difficult by the time you've taken out the number of hours in the day that is sort of pre-assigned and that you can't move, uh, it's difficult to then also find the time to do other things. And of course, we are in the middle of spring, so it's also the busiest time for the garden. So there's lots of planting, transplanting, and weeding, and general garden maintenance that needs to be done as well. So it's quite a difficult time of year, and I had hoped that I would need to be spending a lot less time as a builder at the moment. So I'm not complaining. We, like everybody, we're dealing with the pandemic, and when the pandemic was first announced and when the lockdown measures got put in place, we went from having around nine months worth of work in the pipeline that was fairly self-sufficient and gonna keep itself ticking over with the three or four staff that I have and they would kind of look after themselves. But that all, that all blew up when the pandemic happened because Basically, a lot of the work that we had booked in, the clients called and either cancelled or postponed. And there's two reasons for that. A lot of the work we do is inside people's homes and it can be quite disruptive. If we are, for instance, taking a kitchen out and putting a new kitchen in, that's not something generally when people are living at home that they can keep themselves segregated from, or at least that's how they feel. So we had a lot of work like that which cancelled on us. But then in addition to that, we also had work dry up from people who just weren't, weren't any longer as certain about their own financial security and position. So they, weren't, they didn't feel in a position to carry out work that they might have planned. So we had a massive drop off in the amount of phone calls we were getting for new leads, but also just the, the amount of work we had booked in. We also had two or three staff that decided they were going to stay at home. And obviously I fully support everybody who makes those decisions, but it meant that we, we effectively shrunk in size to about a quarter overnight. And that's all fine. And I plan to extract myself anyway, but due to having less flexibility within my work system it means I've actually had to go to work a bit more now 
in all likelihood, I've probably got another week or two before there is no more work for my company and the company will have to fold, which is a blessing and a curse. Obviously, I'm still reliant on the income from it to some degree, but I'm looking at it, I'm focusing on the positives and hopefully in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have a lot more time to do things I need to do at home. So I think that's the way to focus on it and it's going to kind of kickstart me into monetizing some of the things we do uh, to fill that gap. So hopefully, you know, if I look at the future and look at it only optimistically as, as, as I tend to do, you know, maybe I'll come out of this in a fantastic place and exactly where I want to be. So that's what I'm focusing on. But in the meantime, there's quite a lot of pain involved in the transition between the two. So I've got a few announcements to make and they'll be coming up next. It's really easy for you to get in touch with us. You can now send us an email at selfsufficientcontact at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message. The easiest way to do that is through the link in the show notes. You can record your message on your phone and send it straight to us where we can play it on the show. Don't forget to leave your name and where you're calling from. We are always thrilled to hear any feedback, suggestions for the show or questions that you may have. So do get in touch with us. Okay, so announcement time. I want to proceed this by just saying I am exquisitely aware of the audio quality and I apologize for it again. So I'm aware that the audio quality that I produce generally in my podcasts is not as good as I would like it to be. And as a result, I am going to be launching in the next week a GoFundMe and or a Patreon page and or some other ways that people can possibly contribute to the show. So I have a budget of exactly zero pounds and zero pence for this show. So that's okay, I'm quite happy with that. But what it doesn't allow me to do is buy things like recording equipment. Now, I would like to spend a small amount of money on a decent microphone and maybe some other bits and bobs that would enable me to just increase the quality of the show so that when you guys get it, it's more of the quality of some podcasts that have funding, which which we obviously don't. So I'm just announcing now that that's something that's on the horizon. Now this, I'd like, I'm not going to make any promises, but I'd like this podcast to remain ad-free. I am open to doing reviews and things of that nature, but they'll all be genuine and we'll have to see how that goes. It really depends on how I'm able to go forward. But I have been approached by one sponsor and I decided that it wasn't really where I wanted to go. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and while I don't mind adverts particularly, I think they can compromise a show. And what I don't want to do is be in a position where I'm beholden to an advertiser telling me what I can or cannot say about anything, including their products. So that's where I sit on the advertising spectrum. I'm not ruling it out, but at the moment it's not, it's not on my radar. So that's that. Uh, 
Another thing I want to say is that at some point in the future, and I don't mean now, but at some point in the future, I think the podcast is going to change the frequency of publication. So it's currently a daily podcast. I love that idea. I've got no issues with it. But sometimes it can put me under a little bit of pressure to get a recording out. And I don't mind the pressure, but it does mean that I will have to sacrifice a little bit of the quality. And really, you're experiencing that today. So I think in the future, at some point, I'd like to change the quantity for quality and maybe go for two or three episodes a week that have a little bit higher quality in both the content but also the recording. So that's just something that's on the horizon and obviously I'll keep you guys informed. Next announcement. So this year I had planned to make up a decent amount of my income from running courses from home. Now, we were going to be running lots of foraging courses where we were going to go out foraging for mushrooms and wild edibles. We were going to be running cheese-making courses, animal husbandry courses, gardening courses, fermenting courses, general food preservation courses, all those kinds of things, and some bushcraft courses. Obviously, this pandemic has scuppered all of those plans, and it's very uncertain at the moment what the future looks like. However, I am going to be looking towards producing some courses online. Now, I, my thinking is that I, I really do, I'd like to think that these can be a source of income. So I'd like to think that they would be very, very affordable and something that everybody could really engage with. So what, the reason I'm mentioning this now is just to see if I can source some feedback from you guys. So if you could email me on the sort of things that you might be interested in, or if you've got any experience with running courses online, because it's not anything that I've got any experience with. So I will be looking for collaborators and anyone who is more experienced on the technical side. So if anyone wants to get in touch and be involved or just get in touch with their thoughts on the subject as a whole, I would genuinely super, super appreciate it. And you can do so by leaving me a voice message in the show notes or you can send me an email. Our email address is selfsufficientcontact, all one word, at gmail.com, selfsufficientcontact at gmail.com. And as always, do contact us with anything show related. We love hearing from you. I've got just two more announcements and they're going to be quite short. So the first one is a general one and you kind of hear it every show, but I just want to really go out and, and say how important the reviews and ratings that you leave us are. They, they really are super important. So if you want to support us, one of the best ways you can do that is to leave us a review and a rating with preferably Apple Podcasts. That's the one where it tends to do the most work for us. But wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're able to leave us a review, and I'm going to say that the same applies for our YouTube channel and our website. So they're all self-sufficient hub. That's where you can find us everywhere. And we've also got a another announcement. We have a self-sufficient hub page on Facebook now. So find us there and like it. It's very much in its infancy, but I will be adding more and more content there as time goes on. 
final announcement. If you like homemade knitted stuff, check out my wife's Etsy shop. It is the Stripey Lamb, all one word, and Stripey has got an E in it, S-T-R-I-P-E-Y, the Stripey Lamb on Etsy, and she's got lots and lots of beautiful hand-knitted blankets, but we're also selling some materials that we made from the wool from our own sheep. So there's lots on there. Have a look and buy something if that's your kind of thing. So as always, guys, thanks for listening. I apologise for the amount of housekeeping in this episode, but I did feel it was kind of necessary to get you guys all up to speed with where I am and what the future holds for the show. So the future looks bright for the show. We're going to be producing more content forever and we're going to be increasing the quality and in all honesty the the actual quantity and number of minutes probably won't reduce but the number of releases probably will at some point in the future i'll keep you informed thanks always for listening and thanks to everybody who's already sent me an email and got in touch i can't tell you how much i love hearing from you thanks guys see you on the next one cheers If you find these podcasts valuable, there are several ways you can support them. The easiest ways are to rate it and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. You could also share it online, talk about it anywhere you blog, or find someone you think might be interested and point them our way. You can also find and support us on YouTube, where we are also Self Sufficient Hub. Thanks for listening.